Grab your tasting spoons, your Mentos drying rack, and get ready to release all that Allison for this very special bonus episode of Rebooted! The podcast where we are recasting classic movie reboots, and as of now, I guess anything we really want to do so Hollywood doesn't have to. This week, we're taking a break from our regularly scheduled recasting to bring you a little bonus action. We were supposed to do this just as like a weird test Mm -hmm. in case uh, one of us this year has to work remotely. And then the world decided that everyone's going to work remotely. Yeah. So we're just going to do it this week. We're coming Um, to you live from the end of the world. (laughs) Baking is the one thing I really wish and I think that should just always be in grams. Yeah, I agree. Right? Yeah. But here's a question. Are donuts baking? It's a philosophical question. Yeah, oh, uh, uh, no. I think it's an important well, question to actually, ponder. Actually, Claire, uh-huh. we are going to be doing a little bit of baking. Why is that? Uh, when we roll them out and cut them, uh-huh. there's extra dough. And we could roll, and this is a pretty good yield of donuts, uh-huh. but there's extra dough from the from the cutters. But I like to do, I try to stretch it and make this weird loaf mm-hmm. and bake it. Mm-hmm. Like a little weird donut brioche loaf. It's, little <laughs> breakfast bread. Say brioche. Brioche. Uh-huh. Aren't you going to France soon? Yeah, we. Oui. You say it. Brioche. It's clear that's what I'm saying. Brioche. Uh-huh. Should we start with should we start with a little history? Like, I don't know if everybody knows what the Bon Appetit Test Kitchen, like some I'm sure there's some people who are like, what is happening? Should we talk a little bit about how we found this, what it is, yeah, why absolutely. people love it? How did you find it? Um I found it working on the first season of the show I currently work on. Um, I, during production, I would have some time at the office in which I could watch things. And I think our mutual friend, Jeff Chu, shout out to Jeff Chu, sent me a link to Claire making, uh, Claire Saffitz making gourmet Oreos. Oh. So gourmet makes, I think was my, my big introduction. And when I discovered that there were lots more of these videos of her, uh, making, I just, I'm talking about this, like, like you have some general knowledge for people who don't know (laughs) Bon Appetit is a magazine, but print is dead. So they have started, um, a YouTube channel where their, uh, test kitchen chefs who have just great personalities have (laughs) their own shows. So one of their chefs, Claire has a show where she takes uh, junk food or snack food and makes a gourmet version of that. That was my introduction. I forget how or why I found this, but my first episode was definitely Brad's It's Alive. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't want to be the guy who was like, oh, I'm, uh, I was there first. But I do remember watching the Kombucha episode, which I guess is, I, I, I did a Wikipedia search. I think that was the first. Um, I want to say that, I think I know how I started watching it because I I love to cook. Fun fact about me. And oh. I basically learned to do it on YouTube. Mm-hmm. And I think through like another YouTube channel, like Binging with Babish or something, I found oh, yeah. Brad. Mm-hmm. And then through Brad, you know, every video is basically like a pop-up video. I just became obsessed. And then as the other shows started coming... And all the different personalities started to like intersect. You you find yourself like in this office for this magazine, for this cooking magazine, mm-hmm. and it it becomes like half reality show, 
half like sitcom. Oh my God, let's put Cranberry sumac in it. No, okay. Uh, <laughs> no, the sumac's gotta go. What happened to the sumac? Uh, I don't know, I think it fell off. You threw it away? No, of course not. Why did we take the sumac out? I cut the sumac because sumac brings... Brightness and... and I mean, I'm not allowed to... I feel like I'm just being cornered right now. Okay, sumac brings oh, this tart I'm with acidity. you. Thank I'm you. with you. Yeah. This, this is brings, a closed conversation. Sumac brings chaotic evil to the friggin' oh, cranberry. Okay? Evil. That's what it is. And everyone uh, just started talking about these people like they knew them. And then now there's like you know, several Instagram accounts about them. Like, uh, mm -hmm. there's a meme account for them. There's a Reddit page for them. They just did a huge talk for the 90 uh, Second Why. What? Yeah, and um, it, I think Brad Leone was on, was it the New York Times, like, what to watch while stranded in your mm. home? Like, it, like, the whole, like, BA Test Kitchen YouTube page got... Yeah. Um, Got a shout out, and it's been this very weird viral thing that I annoy all my friends with, <laughs> and it was it's just weird that you have also shared in this like banana land yeah. uh, YouTube phenomenon. I mean, there is definitely like for me as someone who I don't have cable and I stream everything. Weirdly, this if you can call it a network has become must see TV for me, like. <laughs> My roommates and I will sit and watch episodes uh, from the Bon Appetit Test Kitchen like it is a new episode of The West Wing. Like, oh, for real. We love it. For real. Um, so, yeah, for people who don't know, uh, this is a very weird niche kind of um, mm -hmm. uh, thing we're doing. And also, if this is somehow your first episode of Rebooted, I really don't know why you would start with this one. <laughs> but just the ground rules, I'm Brian Flynn, and with... Uh, me as always now via the internet is mm -hmm. Kenna Trent and we usually take a classic Hollywood film and recast it as if this if it, as if that movie was to be remade in 2020 we're not sure if movies are going to be made in 2020 we, we're real uncertain <laughs> times so we're going to talk about the Bon Appetit Test Kitchen and you know what if you have no idea who they who what this is that's fine go check them out on YouTube and then come back to this podcast um, uh, we usually do some news but uh, this is the bonus app. We're going to get in and out, and we're just going to... Why don't we just run into this casting? Yeah, you ready let's to do this? get to it. Guys, this is our reboot of the Bon Appetit Test Kitchen. I think I'm close. I don't think this nails it, but I'm also not going to make this anymore. I refuse. I don't know. Should I make it one more time tomorrow? Yeah? Can I only make one flavor, though? I, wait, I have a really good idea. I have such a good idea. Why didn't I do this? because I'm a prisoner of my own brain. It's really annoying. I need to ask everyone for a favor. I need everyone together. Guys, can me too? I need to phone a friend. I need three of you. We need a phone, but we're gonna be right here. That's what I'm asking. Where else would I be? So no phone. The Bon Appetit Test Kitchen movie, if it was pre-released this, this year, um, I wrote this down, directed by Vincent Cross and Matt <laughs> Hunziker. Dan is the producer of Gourmet Makes. None of this matters. No one knows what we're doing. Yeah. Um, so we're going to talk about Brad Leone, Claire Saffitz, Chris Morocco, Molly Baz, Andy Bergani, and Carla Lolly Music. Um, if any one of the BA Test Kitchen people hear this and you aren't one of those six, apologies. Apologies to uh, Adam Rappaport, to Christina, to 
God bless you, Gabby. We're very sorry. Delaney, Sola, Sola, Priya. We love you, but these are our main six. I have been dreading this for so long. We've had this in our back pocket (laughs) for a little while. And I'm just like really nervous because I'm so precious about these people that I, um, I'm really nervous because this is, this is hard. Not be- the same reason that for like the fire festival in a different way because we hated all those people and it, that was like fun to like cast people you hate. I loved all these people. I've never met these people, but they brought me so much joy. Um, and you're not casting for a character, no, but a person or a personality. Yes. And we've become so familiar with these people that picking actors to try and play fictional versions of the Bon Appetit Test Kitchen feels strange. Yeah. Well, they're like. They're personalities. So it's like, it's almost like picking someone to play like, like a Conan O'Brien, like a Jimmy Fallon, like an Ellen in a movie, which is a little weird, but it's also like, I don't know, the more I thought about it and the more I tried to come to terms with it, the more I I would pick people that I was like, maybe this doesn't work, but also maybe it does. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Um, Do you want to go first then? Do you want to start us off with? Brad? Oh, absolutely. Okay. Um, we're starting with Brad Leone, um, who in the in the uh, definitive ranking of um, Test Kitchen Chefs, I think he's my number one. Oh, yeah. um, he's most people's number one. He's like 1A to like Claire's 1B. Right. Right. You're either a Brad person or like a Claire person, but they're very close. Exactly. Exactly. <clears throat> one is edging out the other in a very small margin. Before, you know, Vinny came along, we uh, did a little sample and it floated. Maybe we'll do another one for the, uh, yeah. for the sake of uh, security. <laughs> no, no, it just floated. Part of me thinks that when you put it down on the counter, it maybe pops some of the bubbles. <laughs> Should I grab some of the other starter? It worked. Is there a little tiny piece? It's just a little bit. I think we were going a little aggressive with the size there. <laughs> <laughs> Sung like a brick. <laughs> that was actually the worst one. Dana's um, a Chris person, which is really strange. Fascinating. <laughs> I, I'm like, okay. One? All right, yeah. She's like, wow. I love Chris. I, she loves the taste challenge or whatever, the blindfold challenge. I mean, whatever, whatever works for you. There's something for everybody. So in in my choice for Brad, I really feel like there was only one way to go, and it's because I think their personalities match in such a way that honestly get these guys together in real life because i would love to see this explosion i picked chris pratt oh that was okay yeah that was on my list of people it's so weird it's so weird okay so i have this weird idea about this quote-unquote movie uh, if i Uh could use my air quotes here um i have this weird idea that this movie would be sort of a it would be like some sort of like meta adaptation or being john malkovich um like movie where the BA test kitchen has to make space for like all these Hollywood actors to come in and play them in a fictitious movie. Okay. So like seeing Chris Pratt and Brad Leone together. <laughs> um, yeah, it, it makes a ton of sense and it's really, it's really weird. Um, it does. It makes sense. I like I, your, I like your concept for what this is. Cause it's like, you want to, you can't have a BA movie and not have the people that you love so dearly not be in it. But then I, right. I couldn't explain why they would be there and then also have 
like movie stars playing them mm-hmm. in this movie. Um, okay, I my pick. That's a great pick. Uh, my pick. I literally changed this actor like ten minutes before we started recording. Okay. I kept thinking about this actor like early on. He was like my first choice. I was like, oh yeah, him. And then I kept thinking of reasons not to pick him. Like he's younger. He's a little younger than Brad. He's Irish, and I've picked him a bunch of times. Okay. He still was just in my craw, and I, I did a side-by-side test with them, and I just sort of feel like they, they have a similar vibe, in my opinion. I picked Jack Rayner. That's a no from Kenneth. <laughs> <laughs> I honestly was not that's, expecting that's, this. That's 2020's interesting. <laughs> I I'm I'm taking that in. I'm letting it wash over me. I'm... Here's the weird. Here's the weird thing. Um, Jack Rayner is a great actor. A hundred percent. So this is a really weird test of like, you have to like, you're playing a very specific human being, mm-hmm. and I'm, recently a lot of his roles are these like very serious, serious like depressing roles yeah and i even just think it's so great to see him in a role that's basically like the big kid in the test kitchen who's just Mm kind of like um you know walking around just sort of joking and and just being a goof finn well what's finn finn fish have several finn they got these finn i think they call them the pectoral fins and then they got i think the dorsal okay different species have all different kinds of fins Vinny, this that's a different television show, all right? But stay on stay on stay on topic. They have a very similar look, which I like. Yeah. Although Jack Rayner would have to wear like four inches of like platform shoes because Brad is a tall human being. He's very large. I I here's the thing. You know I love Jack Rayner. You know I think he can do anything. Um I'd be very fascinated to see to see him take this on. It would to be see weird. him make some uh some uh some focaccia or for some focaccia <laughs> or to ferment some black garlic yeah. here's a weird thing okay going back to chris pratt for a second because i just was like i just looked him up two things one we get to get like chubby chris pratt back right. which is great um this the weird thing about him though is like he's like a i know you don't like this definition but he's like a movie star now <laughs> he's like a full-on like is he he he's like a household name. He he definitely is a household name. I don't uh, know. I don't know if I'd call him a movie star, but that truly is a conversation for an entire podcast. <laughs> Maybe I'm just so used to him in the last like ten years being like leading man action star, and mm-hmm. like I I forget the like Parks and Rec Andy version of Chris Pratt that feels a little more like Brad Leone. Um, but yeah, Jack Rayner is who I picked because I don't know. That's nope. who I picked. And I I'm, think this I'm, is a bold choice. Don't don't apologize for your choice. I think it's very it's very well thought out. Thanks. I so here's the here's another thing. A lot of my picks are like a little lesser known movie stars, and I think I went that way because the Bon Appetit Test Kitchen are all like kind of unknown people in my head. Which is so weird because also I imagine that everybody knows who they are. Like, I, I, there's a weird dichotomy of me being like, oh, maybe you don't know who this is, but also how do you not know who this is? 
Let's move on to the queen of the BHS kitchen. God, I don't know why I'm so nervous. I have it in my head. Someone at Bon Appetit is going to listen to this and they're going to be like, man, Kenneth's picks were great. Brian's picks suck. Um, <laughs> um, who knows? Uh, we would love it if someone would pass judgment on this. Um, um, oh. for, so, okay. So for Claire, I ended up picking Melanie Linsky from Ooh. I Don't Feel at Home. Um, here's the thing about Melanie Linsky. I know she's a little older than Claire, um, but... Um, I needed an actress who can pull off that weary, crushed by the weight of the world feeling. And <laughs> um, we always root for Melanie Linsky in mm-hmm. pretty much everything she's in. And I think um, I think she would make an excellent Claire, even though she's Australian. I picked a lot of – I guess I picked two two foreigners in the lead of my Bon Appetit movie. But No, I love I, – I, this is a great choice because I do think there is something about – part of Claire's charm is that – she is a uh, she's excitable and she's a go getter, and then in the middle of every project, she has an existential crisis. <laughs> she's just so, completely, <laughs> um, which also has to we have to take that into account for the the casting of Brad because he's typically the one who comes in and and I know like a it's... papa bear raises her spirits back up. Fantastic! Really? Mm-hmm. You're you're bullshitting me. Mm-hmm. As it warms up a little in your mouth, yeah. The texture starts to come through. Yeah. Um, it starts to get a little chewier. Yeah. Flavor's awesome. This one was hard. This one was hard. I hate Starburst. I had a hard time. <laughs> I, I would rather temper chocolate than do this again. I don't blame you. At this point, I can temper chocolate, like, all day long. It's very important that Brad and... Um, Claire have chemistry and I'm and I and I'm questioning my picks now because mm. I feel like anyone can have chemistry with Chris Pratt. That's true. He's a very likable guy. <clears throat> yeah. Um, much like Brad Leone. So for my Claire, I went I went a little movie star-ish. Mm-hmm. Um, but I love this actress. She's incredible. Um, and she has made a recent string of cooking videos, which have been a lot of fun to watch. And so I'm very interested to see how she would take on the persona of Claire. I picked Florence Pugh. Ooh, wait, Florence Pugh does cooking videos? Yeah, she like um, made a few videos of her attempting to make things, and it was really <laughs> charming. I love Florence Pugh. This is this is very much like let's cast a movie, like a movie actress to play this role. Yes. Um, I did think about her, and then I picked Jack Rayner, and I was like, I can't just pick the two Midsommar leads right. and just like yeah. Um, Which is interesting that that's how our minds worked because yeah, Florence Pugh is only twenty four. Wow, and she's dating Zach Braff. Yeah, let's not talk about it. <sighs> Zach Braff. Yeah. Oh boy, that's really funny. I just keep thinking that this is like a weird Andy Kaufman experiment of like <laughs> let's cast these like hot up and coming actors and yeah. actresses and bring them into the test kitchen while also filming the Bon Appetit test kitchen people as they watch themselves be turned into like... There's almost a version of this movie <clears throat> where we are like... It's like the we're looking at a slice of life of the BA test kitchen and it's all these famous people playing these roles. And then yeah. at the end of the movie, the real BA test kitchen people show up and are like, <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> it would be so weird. It would be really weird. Okay. I like it. All right. Um, Are we moving we on Chris? to Chris Morocco? Chris Morocco, my girlfriend's favorite. And my, the person who I got on the BuzzFeed, which Bon Appetit test kitchen personality are you? Ooh, 
I don't think I've taken that quiz. Oh, go go take it. Who'd you pick for Chris? Um, I picked who I believe is very much a spiritual cousin of Chris Morocco. Okay. Um, who's a very specific personality. Uh, no one uses as many tasting spoons or takes smaller bites than this man. And so I think... Truly, he would be embodied by Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> what? <laughs> Chris Morocco. Yeah, 100%. This does taste better and more balanced than any of the other alcohols, but I'm just going to reveal this is with white wine. I'm feeling like white wine is the answer, having just a touch of acidity and a touch of balancing effect on the sauce. New show idea, what f***ing alcohol is this? Oh, just like people just like put a glass of something in front of you. You got to uh, figure it out. Want to Don't worry, it's gonna be me and Delaney. Oh yeah, yeah, that's right. You and Delaney. <laughs> I don't happy, know. Kenna. I'm happy with this. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not this. backing down. This is good. <laughs> I don't know about this. What is happening? Well, who did you pick? Who is a better choice? <clears throat> I picked a really unknown guy. Okay, I picked. Did you watch Watchmen? Yes. I picked an actor by the name of Dustin Ingram who played the FBI agent who might also be Lube Man, the Lube guy who slides under the sewer grate. Do you remember that guy? Wait, so he, wait, he's the FBI agent who's working with, um, what's her name? I always say Silk Spectre because that's her old superhero name. But um, yes, I, yes, 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 yes. Google Dustin Ingram right now. Okay, okay. Yeah, no, I see the resemblance. They, they look like weird clones of each other. Um, yeah. Yeah, and he hasn't gotten a lot of shine, but your pick, hold on, let's that, it's that, let's... <laughs> And my pick is fine. Your pick, I don't, I don't know what to, I don't know what to what say do you or do. Mean you don't know what to say. Don't tell Jeff me Goldblum's you would not. like seventy years old. Chris Morocco is thirty-five. Yeah, but they're like I said, they're like spiritual cousins. <laughs> like they are, they could be the same person in so I would, many I ways. I would definitely watch a show with both of them. Because like all of all of Chris's quirks could be embodied <laughs> by Jeff Gold. You know this to be true. I I I I don't I don't know about this one, Kenna. <laughs> okay, I mean I think I did a really excellent job. I think. Okay. Okay. What? Okay. <laughs> wow. I guess this is where we're at. I'm, I, here's the thing. Currently, I would watch your movie a thousand times more than I would watch my movie. <laughs> but, um, I don't know about that one. That's what I'm here for. Okay, but there's still more to go. Yeah, oh, yeah. Um, Next, we have Molly. I feel like more than anyone in the test kitchen, I feel like I have gotten, I, I feel like Molly's the person who I have gotten more of a complete picture about than, than anyone else in the mm -hmm. test kitchen. Is it because like, you know her dog? Tuna, it's Thanksgiving. Honey. A little kibble? <laughs> Ugh. Why am I sitting on the floor of Chelsea Market with three dog bowls in front of me? Because this episode is all about dog food. I knew it. I guessed it last night. My first immediate thought was we're making dog food. Just saying, I know what you're up to. I don't know. I, I guess like when she when she like first started doing videos, I think you can look at the comments and I think everyone is just like, who, who, who is this person? Who is this like, like pretty new face kind of on the block. And now it's like Molly is straight up just like the cool girl in high school who now just works in the test kitchen. Like her whole show 
I don't know what it is. Like, there's such an ease to Molly that, like, I I don't I can't wrap my head my head but around here's the it. Thing. But she's also very wacky. She is very strange, and apparently oversalts everything, which I think is like <laughs> the funniest thing. Like her between her and Andy, is a little like, off. You're like Andy just throwing shade to her, just being like, "Oh, it's really salty. It's like a Molly Baz dish," and I was just like, <laughs> "These two. Um, who you got?" I picked a, another sort of uh, indie actress. I picked an actress by the name of Jessica Roth, who starred in Happy Death Day. Yeah, that's a great choice. I Thank love you. Jessica Roth. Yeah, she's like, she can be like bubbly. She can be like really dry and sarcastic. She can be like, she's always like smiling and laughing and, and like really upbeat. And I think that this actress could really do that. I mm-hmm. It's very hard. I always also found it very difficult to find people who like looked a, even remotely like these, these people. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think, I think they share a lot of like physical qualities, which is like a bonus for picking, for picking actors. Yeah. yeah. I think <clears throat> that's a really, really <clears throat> solid choice. This might be your best one yet. I agree. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Who did you pick? Um, I have a feeling you're not going to like this. This was my most, this was the one that was most difficult for me. But when I thought of this actor, I was like, honestly, I can't tell you why it works, but it does work. So I picked Kristen Schaal. Okay. So you know what's weird? I, I get it. And I think it comes from the the thing that like, Molly is very talented and gifted and beautiful. She can also be very uh, ditzy and <laughs> a little wacky. Took the blindfold off and I was about four feet away from two ginormous ostriches. Ew! Or ostrich! I still don't know what the difference is. I should have looked it up. You guys, I haven't seen the light in like an hour. I can barely see right now. Hey, Molly, I'm Todd. You're not my husband. Nope. And I think that's what I was going on, is that her personality is really hard to pin down. But I can see Christian Shaw, like, zipping into another video to just... Uh, you know what's funny? Is put zipping... in her two cents about how much she loves Mortadella. And <laughs> that's it. Zipping is a very, I feel like, accurate way to describe Molly. <laughs> um, this is an interesting pick. Um, I will, I, I'll allow it. It's not as wild as the original one. Like, this is more of a stretch where I can be like, with a lot of like costume, hair and makeup, it makes sense. Like, Mm -hmm. right out of the box, it seems really wild. But like, that, the humor forward kind of performance, I think actually makes a lot more sense. Yeah. Okay. I agree. All right. Great. I'm so glad we could come to that conclusion. (laughs) Great. Uh, Andy Bergani. This was the hardest fucking one I, I, in my life. And I picked an actor who I, um, I know it's your turn, but I'm just, I'm just telling you, I, I, I'm, this one's on shaky ground for me. Here's the thing about Andy. He does smile a lot and he does enjoy himself in the kitchen. I think there's also a darkness to Andy Bergani. And, um, that's what I really tried to capture in my choice because I do think that as fun as he can be and as interesting as the, um, what was it? The, this great, uh, sumac debate of, of Thanksgiving 2019 was, <sighs> um, 
that I can I can just see him sort of also dipping into these into these low points. And I think someone who could accurately play this man. Tony Shalhoub. <laughs> I what? I, I thought we were picking people um, over 70. For these no. OK, calm down. I picked Chris Messina. Chris Messina. Of whoa, 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 whoa. The Mindy Project of Sharp oh, Objects. Oh, yes, yes, of yes. Birds of Prey. 45. Wow, this guy. Okay, you're really hung up on people's ages. What I I'm guess trying so. to do I don't is know. capture essences. Yes, I I'm get it. I'm trying this... to capture essences. I would just like to say that I do something called an overhead press, oh, and geez. I am lifting over 140 pounds above my head. And neither of you do that. And that's what I did this morning. But go ahead. Okay. I'm not I gonna miss for ran eight miles this morning. That is so different. <laughs> I don't care. That's, We're whipping cream. What does you, it have to do with your overhead presses? Because it, that makes you big and stiff. And you're you're like more. What did you say? Oh, you're excusing yourself. <laughs> I like this. I do. Yeah, I do. I mean, I guess I do wish that he was a little younger, but I don't understand like why. I mean, people play literally every actor always plays younger than how who they actually are i just think that like andy's 20 andy is 29 he looks young i don't know why andy looks like a young i mean 29 is young i i just mean like he looks like he could be 24 <clears throat> all right chris yeah. messina yeah all right okay um this might be my worst pick <laughs> okay you've said that a couple times now I honestly don't know how good of a pick this is because it was hard to find a young uh-huh. Persian slash Middle Eastern actor that looks like Andy. And I had to watch a lot of terrible clips of this person on the show that he was on. Um, I ended up going with an actor by the name of Jade Hasune, who was on the show Shadow Hunters. Oh. What? H-A-S-S-O-U-N-E with a little... Okay. Oh, wow. They look... Yeah, he Very definitely much definitely <clears throat> looks like someone who was in a freeform show. I don't. Here's the thing. This is breaking sort of our our cardinal rule of like, do I know this person as an actor? Not very well. I I mm-hmm. I had to watch as many clips of him as possible. Mm-hmm. Do I think he could do it? Yes. I don't know if this services Andy well, and so mm-hmm. now I'm also going to break one of our rules, and I feel like I just. I should have casted someone that we both know so we could talk about it. But here's the thing I like about your pick is that in the movie of the Bon Appetit Test Kitchen, there is something really funny about Andy being this sort of like silent brooding presence, like literally cutting away to him every once in a while. And there's always like a fan on him and he just looks beautiful (laughs) in a corner. Like, this this guy would accurately serve the like anytime they wanted to talk to Andy they had to I don't know I, I, I think it, I think it could be funny too in this weird version where like everyone gets a movie star to play them except Andy gets this like really unknown actor who's like given a shot and he's really pissed about it. Um, <laughs> I think the pressure got to me on this one. I think I'm really trying to seek perfection where there is none. Um, <clears throat> anyways. Do you Carla. want to move on to Carla? Legit one of my favorite human beings on earth. And I've never met this person. But yes. I I would watch her read a phone book. The next thing you need to do is kind of go over the scallops. Some of them will have this and some of them won't. But you're looking for the side muscle. And 
you pull those off. <laughs> Funny story. I give those to my cats. They love them. Scallop ceviche. Scallop ceviche. <laughs> I used to have a lisp also, so I'm a little sensey about it. But it's cute. She is so knowledgeable and comforting. We love her. We love her son, who sometimes makes cameo appearances. Cosmo? Cosmo. Okay, so I went with an actress by the name of Constance Zimmer, who is the star Ooh. of the faux reality show Unreal. Yes. Love Constance Zimmer. This <clears throat> is very weird, but I one time rode in a bus with her um, at a Lifetime event at Malibu Wines, and she was so nice. <laughs> So that's what I know about Constance Zimmer. Oh, I, great. I love her. I think she's great. I really loved Unreal as a, as a, a specimen of, of a reality TV section that I also really enjoy. Um, yeah, I think that's an excellent choice. Thank you. That's really great. You did, you did good, Brian. You did really good. Thank you. Um, for my Carla, I picked uh, someone who I really feel like could be that sort of mothering presence in the in the test kitchen. I picked Julia Louis-Dreyfus. Whoa, I love this pick. I don't know why, but I do. I think it's a great pick. I think this is, I think this works. <clears throat> I think it does work. I have no notes. No notes. As studios would say, no Perfect notes. Perfect choice. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think what we've done has been really successful. Well, we have one more left to go. That's true. We can't forget, even in a bonus up. Guys, where does Barry Pepper go? This was weird. This is hard. I don't. I mean, I picked somebody for him, but maybe it, we should say it at the same time because okay. I have a feeling we picked the same person. It doesn't feel right, but okay, ready? Three, two, one. Adam, Adam Rapoport. Rapoport. Yes. <laughs> What do you mean it doesn't feel right? I I feel like Adam Rappaport is more of like if there was going to be an Adam Rappaport in the Bon Appetit movie, which there would. Yes. It would be because he drives the need, boat. Yeah, you would need more of a comedic kind of uh, actor. I feel like. But this, I like, think Adam's also... really like sarcastic, and he's kind of like this is a really weird analogy. He seems like. Like a sitcom boss. Question, Molly. Yeah. Do you think this is a smidge too high because of all the smoke, or is that all right? Um, I feel okay about it, but okay. you should trust your instincts. This is your recipe. My idea, your recipe. He's like really rich, and he yes. runs the magazine, and mm -hmm. then when he comes down, everyone's sort of a little on edge, but there's no real reason to because he's constantly just like snacking and cracking jokes. Yeah. And being like judgy about how food should be like, but there is I don't know. That to me is more comedic. There is something about it though that I almost feel like you could play it like, uh, like James Spader as Robert California in The Office, <laughs> yeah. where like he's he's very serious but also funny in that way. Like there, he's just like odd because I do think Rappo has that quality where like yeah. He comes into the room and he is sort of an intimidating presence. Um, no, I, I'm agreeing with you on that. I'm just thinking, like, does our boy Barry have that in him to be that kind of very strange and weird? Maybe. Maybe. Actually, do you know who would make a great Adam Rappaport? Who? Eric Bana. Former comedic actor still trying to make it happen. <laughs> 
Wait, Eric Bana? The yes. Hulk's Eric Bana? Yes. Have I not told you this whole thing about how he was like, he had his own comedic, like, um, variety show in Australia when he was younger before he really? became like super hunk action star. Yeah. I did not know that. He's a funny guy. That's funny. I would have said someone like Jon Stewart. Oh, that's very interesting. Yeah. That's very interesting. A Steve Carell. Let's, yeah. Someone like the that. the morning show. Yeah. Did that get canceled? Oh, no, 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 no. It did oh. not get canceled. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Um, yeah. I wish we could have done this for everyone. Like, the one I really wish we could have cast was Gabby. I don't oh, know who yeah. the hell I would have cast for her. But, man, I love Gabby more than... She is just, like, anytime she shows up. She's a treasure. Gabby did such a great job teaching me how to do my bananas today. I gifted her with her own classic gubellini. Can I keep it? No. This is fucking hurting my brain. No, no, don't, don't overthink it. I hope this isn't insulting in any way. But to me, she's, like... She's like BB-8. She's like, as soon as she shows up, I'm like, oh my God, Gabby's here. She, she just makes everything better. <laughs> She's like BB-8. I don't know. I she was going to say R2-D2, but then that's a little too insulting. Sort of like the like Disney animated sidekick of like, you love to see her around. Lots of fun to watch. Always a good time. Is it, is, is sort of peppered in. She's not Very around all the time. Yeah. Yes. Um, would you watch a movie about the Bon Appetit test kitchen? Um, no. But I would watch a, a serialized television show. I think. Like on NBC? Or is it, it's like a show based on the BA test kitchen? Or it's yeah. just the BA test kitchen gets like a deal with like, honestly, I feel ABC like, family? I feel like <clears throat> we're five minutes away just kidding. We're three months away from hearing that there is a uh, that there is like a, a workplace comedy about a like restaurant te- test kitchen test kitchen or something like that. Like considering the success of this, it feels like we're that close. Yeah, um, I would if if I had my druthers, I would make this weird Andy Kaufman adaptation black mirror thing for sure and what's funny is like i would pour so much money into it and then just release it on youtube (laughs) i would just just put it on the channel and be like here it is here's this this part of the content favorite app do you have a favorite app Ooh, well i'm a massive fan of um if you know me i probably post about this on social media a lot i'm a massive maddie matheson fan yes and so i'm a noodling I'm a big fan of both their fish taco and noodling episodes of It's Alive. The trilogy of Brad and Maddie Matheson, fish tacos, and then the two-part noodling is yeah. untouchable. We made this video, a really nice video, inside a safe little Bon yeah. Appetit test kitchen. Overrated. Making the fish tacos. Thing. It was very nice. And he made like a joke about going noodling. And then now we're here, and this is like, there's 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 alligator guards, and there's there's cotton mouth. What the hell was that? I just saw a beaver. Okay. Oh, there's See? all kinds of stuff breaking in the Fish water. Fish taco. Right? It's like John Wick and John Wick 2. You're like, <laughs> they did it. They created a perfect, and um, I, they were together in, I think, LA recently. So they've shot some sort of new content. Who knows what these crazy guys are going to get up to. But if you it. find yourself getting addicted to the Bon Appetit Test Kitchen, I would also recommend checking out any of Maddie's uh, 
cooking videos on YouTube as well because he's yeah. a joy. All right, guys. Um, I hope you enjoyed this crazy bonus episode. Uh, if you did, please check out our actual episodes where we talk about movies and not yeah. weird niche YouTube channels. <laughs> um, and I hope you guys are safe and I hope you guys are trying to take it as easy as possible. Yeah. Um, we will be back at some point with an actual movie. So check out that and um, kind of where can the people find us in, in the life of quarantine? You can find this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Podbean, or wherever you get your podcasts. Stop by and leave us a rating and a review. That's the best way to help us out. You can also find us now on Ko-fi where you can go to make a very small donation to help us keep making this fine podcast. That link is in our description and on Twitter. And you can start following us on social media so you know exactly when all this stuff is happening at Rebooted Pod on Twitter and Instagram. Or you can find us individually because it's okay that you like one of us more than the other at Kinetrent and at Flimby. All right, guys. We'll see you next time. Bye. Stay inside. Don't infect your friends. Would you lay that? A tomatillo, spicy, zingy. Yes, but there's a creaminess and there's a richness to the the salsa, salsa that's free. Vitamix? Me out. Maybe like it's vita, just air? But vita, but like I was almost like Oh mango. Yes, that's but. an avocado bread. That's what I meant. <laughs>